Double E, elevating entrepreneurs, built local, elevating you through empowerment and education. Welcome to Double E, elevating entrepreneurs. I'm here as your host and owner, Elizabeth Marie. And I hope you guys are having a fantastic Thursday so far, a thoughtful and thankful Thursday. And I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about grief and loss. Um, I'm going through that myself and I'm learning in therapy about that. And I know it's hard. I also lost my baby and that's been really challenging. But you have to learn to forgive yourself. It's really important because otherwise you stay in this loop and you can go down this spiral and then you're in you know, self-pity and you're wallowing and it just becomes more and more difficult to move forward and be positive. So you have to accept that and you have to realize that you forgive yourself, that you made mistakes, they made mistakes, or you made a mistake or you made something that you regret, but you can't keep turning it over and turning it over and turning it over and turning it over. And living in the past. If you keep doing that, you're never going to be healthy. Um, you're not going to enjoy the pre- present or current moment. But there's a time for it. There's a time to go through um, the different stages of grief and to actually process the loss. You know, it could be a family member, it could be a significant other, it could be even a friendship. Um, all of them are painful because we don't know. Um, how our life is going to be without that person and we're missing that person it kind of like even if they don't die it's kind of like a mini death and so that's really hard especially if you're super used to talking to that person every single day that can be a challenge um you know one of the uh, first stages of those five is um denial so denial is you know difficult It's basically whenever we are um, kind of like in disbelief, we don't really believe that something exists or something is true. Um, It's it's kind of like that shock moment where you're just like, what? You know, what just happened? Um, So that's kind of denial. And it's really difficult because it lacks responsibility. And that's difficult because you can't process grief when you're in that stage. So it has to move on um anger is also part of the stages of grief you can be mad you can be frustrated um you have to accept it though you have to go through that you you know go through different things it it can look like being frustrated um impatient there can be resentment rage feeling out of control embarrassment you could feel irritable you can feel aggressive or passive aggressive you can be getting into arguments with people fighting with others Um, hopefully you're not you know abusing different things to make you feel better like vices um you know not over drinking or or doing things like that Um, hopefully you're not doing that and you're getting around healthy people replace that friendship or that partnership with those healthy relationships. And sometimes we get so entrenched in these relationships, and it can be even a business partner that we miss out on our other relationships and friends that are there for us. So maybe refocus and think about who is there for me. And that can kind of get you out of that stage a little bit. The bargaining phase is when you ruminate 
um, which is kind of where I am, to be honest. I'm kind of in between this one and depression. So you overthink, you worry, you kind of play that what if game. Like, what if I had done this? What if I had done that? And you kind of get in this mindset of just worrying, 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 worrying. And that doesn't help you at all um, because you basically, you know, are thinking about you should have or if only and you're living in regret and you can't move forward if you're thinking about all the things in the past and what had happened. And I know that's easier said than done, but I believe in you guys and I know that you can do it. You might also be comparing yourself to others. Let's say there's another happy couple or a business partnership that's going really well. And then like the, oh, woe is me kind of thing. Um, You might think that you shouldn't have made a mistake, but you know what? We're all humans. We all make mistakes and it's okay to have made a mistake, but you should learn and take information from this to be better in the next relationship or the next business partnership that could be a better fit for you as well. Um, you could be judging yourself really harshly, just kind of living in that, oh, I wish, you know, I had done this, or I'm such a bad person, but it's not true. Again, we're all human, we make mistakes, and it's okay. Again, remind yourself to forgive yourself, and to allow yourself to not be blamed, you know? It can feel like guilt in this stage when you're bargaining, shame, blame, fear, anxiety, and insecurity. Also, you should notice a higher level. Let's say, what did you do wrong? Accept what you did do wrong. Were there things that you said that you shouldn't have said? Were there things that you did that were hurtful? Um, If not, then maybe it's about picking the right partner. And that could be your mistake that you made. Um, There can be fear of anxiety because you're not sure about the future. You don't don't know what it's going to look like without this person. Um... You should definitely uh, forgive yourself, though. That's the biggest thing. I know I've said it a lot, but um, it's really important. And you do need to grieve. Take time, like, talk to people, but only, like, wallow in it for, like, 10 minutes and then change the subject in your head and move on because you want to give yourself happiness again. And I'm sure you want to be happy. Like, I do, too. I'm, you know, fighting depression right now and getting happy again. And I want to feel happy. I don't want to be all sad. And it reminds me of Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, if you guys know Eeyore. But I don't want to be that. I want to be happy and positive and feel good like Christopher Robin. You know, I I want to be enjoying the world and I want to be exploring how to grow my business and being creative and enjoying those really healthy relationships around me and having a healthy relationship with myself. I strongly suggest you not diving right into a brand new relationship if it's romantic or a business partnership because you need time to heal. You need time to reflect, to go through uh, these different things that you went through and get knowledge from them, understand what happened and why it happened. It's really important. Um, You also want to, you know, learn your regrets. What did you wish you had done differently? So that will help you for the next relationship. And I know sometimes you may think that you made the biggest mistake, that you don't want to go down that road, though, because that will just give you more reasons to feel bad for yourself. List reasons instead that to improve your life. Uh, take some time and be thankful. This is a big one for me lately. Take some time and journal too. Journal out these feelings. Get them out onto paper. 
take that time to reflect, you know, meditate on them, meditate on how you feel too. Just let yourself go through the feelings though, because you don't want to just bottle it up inside either and then put that on the next person. That isn't healthy. So definitely go through those. Um, and that can definitely help you. The next stage is depression and that can look like sleep and appetite changes. Normally people that are depressed when I was in therapy were sleeping a ton. They were resting a ton. They felt overwhelmed a lot. Um, they were either eating a lot or eating a little. Um, the reason why is because food is a comfort, but it's sometimes if you're too sad, you don't want to eat. They had reduced energy, again, why they were sleeping a lot, reduced social interest, reduced motivation, crying, and increased alcohol or drug use, which hopefully, again, you're not doing. Um, but if you are, reach out to someone who can support you because I, I want you to be healing healthfully. Um, crying... I did a lot of that. <laughs> I still do that. Um, I was sleeping a lot too. I felt very sad. I felt helpless. I felt hopeless. I felt disappointment, overwhelmed. Sometimes you can feel despair. You kind of feel like the world around you is crashing and you can't do anything to change it. And like everything's happening to you. It's kind of how you feel when you're depressed and it's hard and it is, you know, a sickness. Being depressed is, is hard and my heart goes out to you if you're going through depression right now. If you need anything, please feel free to send me a message. You can send me a DM on Instagram. It's double E by Elizabeth Marie. You can send me a message on Facebook. It's double E dash elevating entrepreneurs by Elizabeth Marie. You can shoot me an email if you'd like. It's flourishmedia.us at gmail.com. Or you can uh, send me a message on my YouTube channel. But I would love to help you guys. I don't want anyone to feel like they don't have anyone. Because you definitely, definitely do. And you're not alone. And I've been just depressed a couple times in my life. So it's my second rodeo. Um, I got depressed when I lost my baby. Um, which was difficult. And then with this one, with the breakup, that was very intense and overwhelming um it was abusive in a lot of ways in seven different ways um so I definitely was sad because I basically my whole life was um taken from me in a way but I also gave it away (laughs) you know and so it's about taking that back taking your power back and knowing who you are and whose you are um and knowing that you're going to be okay you know, you're alive, you're breathing, you have a heartbeat for a reason, you're here for a reason, don't you ever forget that, um, focus on your positive, what is something positive you can feel in this situation, feel empowered, not victimized, set a certain amount of time that you're gonna take to grieve, and then some time to do something fun, remind yourself to do something fun and for yourself every day, practice some self-care, this really helped me, just loving on myself, Because if you guys don't love yourselves properly, then it's really, 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 really hard for someone else to love you. And typically we settle when that happens because we can't be alone. And that's really bad because then we have their traumas with our traumas and it's just unhealthy and creates a toxic environment and a toxic relationship. I know because I've been there. (laughs) So... You know, and God didn't put you in a situation without knowing that you're going to you're going to be through it. Also, if you know, you were married, like I was married and now I have a divorce, um which is totally fine. I mean, they're common and sometimes it just doesn't work out and it's okay. Um but, you know, God got us married knowing we would get divorced and it made me grow as a person, like huge. I built double E through that to be honest. So you're always going to grow. There's always going to be a reason. And every setback is really a set up for something in the future. 
And he's never going to take you away from things that you can't handle or give you too much that you can't handle. So those are my beliefs. And I think that that should really hopefully help you guys and give you guys some encouragement today on that. Um, and think about who you are outside of your relationship. Like, who are you? Do you know yourself? What are your hobbies? What are your interests? What sets your soul on fire? You know, who are the people that really click with you and you just love so much and can't wait to see? Remember that and remind yourself to go towards those people. Um, remember what a strong person you were because you attracted this friendship before. You attracted the ex. You attracted the business partner. You attracted that friendship. So remember how strong of a person you are and find that person again. And let yourself know that you're going to find love again or a friendship or a business partner again. And you're not going to be alone forever. So don't worry about it. Uh, you're going to be okay. Um, the last stage is acceptance. So this can look like mindful behaviors, engaging with reality as it is. This is how it is right now. So being honest about where you are, being present in the moment, able to be vulnerable and tolerate emotions, assertive, non-defensive, honest communication, especially with yourself, realizing this is the facts, this is how it is, adapting, coping, and responding skillfully is really important too. You have to realize that you know, you are where you are and you're going through this for a reason. Embrace it and know it doesn't last forever. And to choose your own power over victimhood. See yourself as strong and courageous and that you don't need anyone else. Like you just need you and everyone else is a benefit. They're an added positive, especially those positive relationships that you're reflecting on while you're going through this. Who is in your corner? Who's always been in your corner and treated you well? Those are the people now that you want to spend time with and cultivate those relationships. Um, this can feel like acceptance, like good enough, you're courageous, validation, self-compassion. Oh my gosh, self-compassion is a huge one. Pride and wisdom. And self-compassion, I think, is easier said than done sometimes, especially if we're in the pit of despair and depression. Um, but self-compassion is underrated, but it is so valuable. And I think that it's basically the process of turning compassion to yourself. So basically treat yourself like you would treat your best friend. Treat yourself like you would and talk to yourself the way that you would a best friend like if that friend was going through what you're going through right now how would you communicate to them how would you help them understand that it's going to be okay that it's not the end of the world that they're going to make it through the other side and that they have to continue through the stages of growth to be healthy and have those friends around you you know i today texted a friend and was feeling sad and missing him and you know feeling overwhelmed. I didn't reach out to him, but just feeling, man, like I wish things had been different and I wish that fight didn't happen. And I wish that, you know, things hadn't gotten physical on his end, like with me, because that's something that for me is like unacceptable. And if you are getting abused, please call a crisis hotline. Um, whenever I was in Austin, there was safe Austin and that's a free resource. that's really, really health helpful. You can also call just 911 and get help. Like, please don't stay in an abusive situation. Please get help. Please get out of there um, and do what you can and reach out. Like, if you need me, reach out to me and, like, I can help you find some resources. 
Um, there's women's shelters, even guys as well can get abused and there's shelters there for you guys too. Um, so one book that I am going to be reading next is called The Gift of Chains and Change. Let me say that again. (laughs) The Gift of Change. And it's a spiritual book about growing your spiritual self um, and kind of evolving into that person. So that's a great book. I think I mentioned this before. Love is a Choice by Hemfelt, um, Marinth, and Mir. And that's also a really, really great book just to kind of help you realize that, you know, you can choose to love others and they can choose to love you. And so so you don't have to force anybody. So if you're overworking in these relationships and they're not healthy and they're toxic and you feel like you're doing all the work or like they aren't putting up their side of the bargain and it's just exhausting and you have, you're tired at the end of the day. You feel like you're having to do so much and work so hard. That's not a healthy relationship. Or you feel like you can't be yourself. If you feel like you can't be yourself and you have to be someone else, you're conforming to be with this person, that's not a good relationship. They should love you and accept you as you are and not want to change you. They should be accepting and embrace you. So just remember that as you guys are looking into these relationships. Um, There's also a book on self-compassion that is uh, pretty cool. If you guys want to look into it, it's by Kristen Neff. She's a PhD. I learned about her in uh, therapy. It's the proven power of being kind to yourself. So I think that one's super, super healthy in dealing with grief. Um, I think she also has a couple other books. I'm going to look really quick for you guys. Um, Kristen Neff. And that's N-E-F-F. Let's see. She has the mindfulness um, as well. But I think really, yeah, what she talks about is self-compassion. And I think that's the best book that I would get by her. Um, There's also a book about processing grief. Let's see. And there's coping strategies as well. Um, You can do EMDR therapy, which is eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. It actually allows you to heal after difficult life experiences, including loss at an accelerated rate. And it uses light, um, which is really cool. I mean, definitely check with your therapist or um, a specialist before you go do EMDR, but it's really, really good. Um, Basically, the brain stores difficult experiences in memory networks and it basically helps your brain reform the neural pathways, which is super cool. And so anytime that something happens that reminds the brain of the experience, the memory network, it'll start firing. And then all the thoughts, emotions, and body sensations come flooding back. So the goal of EMDR is to stop that from happening, especially when you have your triggers. So let's say like you were in a car accident and the trigger is the car or um, something like that then or a flashing light or a noise basically they're going to help you process that so you don't keep feeling that which is interesting but trauma is really stored in our bodies especially our nervous system which is composed of our brain our spinal cord and a series of nerves branching out from the spinal cord that regulate every organ and function in your body crazy but so 
so true. So we register everything consciously and unconsciously and the experience, our memory network starts firing and all the thoughts, emotions, and body sensations come flooding back. Triggers. So the goal of the EMDR is to stop that from happening. So it basically helps with learning and implementing calming techniques. So you work together to process the thoughts and the events. And then if you're grieving, you might choose to reprocess intrusive images, nightmares, and regrets related to the loss. So um, it's basically about moving your eyes back and forth while focusing on the difficult thought. Um, so it basically stimulates the other side of the body and it uses alternating sounds in either ear and taps or vibrations on the side of the body to kind of help you. And then they use light as well. Um, it's kind of like exposure therapy. So it helps you desensitize to the target experience and it'll bother you less when you think about it. So it's really about diminishing the triggers and the traumas and reforming that brain for you. Um, which is pretty awesome. Our brain is a really powerful thing and it can really heal, which is really cool. Uh, I think it's something that, you know, something you guys should definitely think about. There's also a book called The Body Keeps the Score. And that's really true about trauma. Our body is actually feeling it. (laughs) And a lot of it's stored in our hips, which is really interesting. But this book is about the healing of the mind, body, and, um, and the brain healing from trauma, uh, which is really good. It's by Bessel van der Kolk. Um, but this is a very popular book and I definitely highly recommend it if you're ready to read something like that. Um, the other thing about EMDR, it does reprocessing. So it's better than a therapy, other therapies in a lot of ways. It can be um, a game changer for you. It's basically what happens during REM sleep. Bilateral simulation allows the brain to go through difficult events and file them away so you become less acceptable um, or accessible, excuse me. So it's like um, basically you'll be less likely to have a panic attack (laughs) or freak out about a memory. So it helps you reprocess them and get new meaning and basically gives you peace. So I think that's a really good one. Um, I also want you guys just remember the benefits of, of letting go. When you let go, you feel peace. You know, you won't feel regret. You won't feel ashamed anymore. You're not going to be obsessing over anything anymore. It just gives offer to new possibilities, you know, and you do need to give love out to receive it, but you will love again and you will find someone again. And it's so important to just make sure our, check our relationships and make sure they're healthy, especially us entrepreneurs, because we have so much going on already and we're trying to run these businesses. We're trying to, you know, do all these hats. We might even be a mom or a dad. We might have a full-time job and be doing the business on the side. So you already have so much going on. So just make sure those relationships around you are healthy relationships. Ones that cheer you on, especially people that support your business. You know, people that don't support our business, no, why are you talking to them? You know, you need people that are in your corner cheering you on, thinking that you're amazing, the king or the queen of the world, um, that love you and cherish you. And you can, you know, you can feel it when you feel respected and appreciated. You know, don't settle for less. You know, life is very short and I just don't want you to do things or have people talking to you the ways that they shouldn't talk to you. Um, you know, love should want other person's happiness. You know, fear wants to hold on to what appears 
uh, to make you happy so you don't feel different. And that's, I know, a little bit of a confusing statement, but I will explain it. So basically, when you when you love, you want the other person's happiness. But when you have fear, you hold on to what you appears to make you happy. So like you think that person makes you happy, but it doesn't feel completely right. But the person that really loves you is going to want your happiness and you'll feel that kind of mutual respect and mutual bond back and forth. Um, and you want to replace your negative emotions and it'll pass eventually. So be able to control how you respond. That's what we can control our actions and our attitude. And so just remember that, um, you know, some people need to leave the experience um, and it, it can be positive and then some can be negative and it just, you know, sometimes it's for a reason, a season or a lifetime, the relationship. And so just keep that in mind and know that you guys are going to be awesome. You're going to be okay and stop beating yourself up. <laughs> stop thinking that you messed up. Stop following them on social media. You know, heartbreak can work for you. You can be better, not better. You can be a champion. You can be the one that comes to rescue you instead of someone else coming to rescue you. You guys got it. I love you so much. Also read the five love languages book if you haven't already. Phenomenal book. Um, And you can apply the relationships to any romantic business personal relationship. Um, Anyway, I hope this helped you guys today. Stay tuned for the next episode of Double E Elevating Entrepreneurs and keep looking out for new exciting changes to come. Double E, home of the system disruptors, innovators, creatives, and corporate misfits.